0: Hey guys, we are back with episode thirty. And we're gonna try to do something very positive today. Um, but before I get to that, I'm gonna give you some updates and then uh we'll jump right into it. Uh I do have about four more, five more episodes done, all interviews and some uh there's one that's just gonna be about job placement, conversation between two people with disabilities and you know, where we are today and how we got there and all that, so that's going to be a very important one, and uh, yeah, so what other things, oh, so people have been reaching out to me, and you know, I, not not just people that I'm interviewing, but just people just like, hey, I really like what you're doing, and you know, I'm very grateful, like, I, I can't believe how many people, like, care, <laughs> Um, it's very nice and, and someone went out of their way. They heard the, the Lift and You Learn uh Joel Spina Bifid episode. And they made me a website <laughs> that's really good. Um everything that I could use. Like it has all the um it, it has all the fixins as they say. It has Multi, like three or four different platforms that you can stream it from or you can just stream it from the website. Um You can also, let's see. You can also, I'm going to pull it up right now. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Yeah, you can stream all the, all the episodes without even clicking on those apps, but if you prefer Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, it's there. And let's see here. Got all my social media, my Facebook, Twitter, and my Instagram, which I have just started. Um, yeah, it's it's going. Like, I've been putting some stuff up. People are liking it. Uh, I'm just trying something different. That was Cherie's idea. She said start Instagram. So, I'm trying something new and finding a couple people off of that, too. And, um, yeah. So, <laughs> the website, which is called... Myblurredopinion.podsite.io. Yeah, I have to remember. Like I said, it's just new. I just got it the other day. Uh, but it's it's really nice. Like I said, simple. But you know, it does what I needed to do. It was something that I was considering. So, yeah, thank you to this person that I I still don't know. I know it's odd, but I don't know him. And uh, actually, it could be a she for all I know. Either way, thank you, thank you for. It's weird to say I have a fan, but yeah, thank you for being a fan and thank you for a nice thing, nice gesture you uh, you gave to me. I won't forget that. <clears throat> and um, so, and I've been I've been like circulating the web for other topics, or, or I should say Facebook. There's to- some topics that I've wanted to cover, but I have to find people for them. I don't want to one of the big ones I wanna do is homelessness and I can't do it because I've never been homeless. Um I, I've never, you know, I've I've always had a place to sleep and, and very fortunate for that. So I wanted to find someone who either has been homeless or has uh, you know, has, has done something for that community and can spread light on it and you know, because we have stigmas attached. Like we, we, we believe a lot of the stigma that's attached to them. And we don't understand where, how they get to where they get to. Besides just all oh, they lost their money or they became alcoholics. But there's a lot more into it. And I think homeless people, honestly, in some ways, are the freest people that we have. But also, they are also the, probably the most forgotten. Because we don't. We just look at them like all oh, these dirty people or these bums, you know, like. And it's unfortunate because, like I said, they have a story, too. Well, some of those people like being homeless. Um Some of those people get they, they just their life is more like there's people who like being in prison. There's people that. Just, and again, I'm not equating prison to being homeless. I mean, even that that does play a part in some ways, but in general, you know, like. You know, people in prison are also forgotten about. You know, there's a lot of people say, well, once you do the crime, you do, or once you do the time, you know, you did the crime or whatever. Um, you know, that, that, that's a good sentiment, but in general, most people don't really believe that because it's like, if you killed somebody, people are gonna hold the fact that you were a murderer for the rest of your life. So, you know, and we forget about those people. We don't. We we don't want to really uh, rehabilitate them because. You know, they we we've, we've already written them off. Homeless people, we've we've written them off entirely. Like we don't. How many people really? You know, you see those guys shaking the bells, at, you know, outside your Walmart or or wherever. How often do you really think you should go help them? So you know, uh, I've been trying to find people, and there's quite a few people have been reaching out. So I'm definitely gonna delve into that. And um, it's just amazing how many people care. How many people are trying to to make a difference? And I've seen that on Instagram and. I'm finding more and more people, and uh, so guys, if I if I seem out of breath, I don't know why. Uh, I had to run up my steps, but I'm not that out of shape, so I don't know. My breath is like I'm trying to get it, and it's just like, yeah. Anyway, don't worry, I'm not nervous. Uh, at least not yet. Um, but yeah, so I got a website, uh, some new topics I want to talk about. Uh, I was on another person's podcast. Uh, intersectional insights, uh, with Raven, LaCuria and Olivia, uh, three, they're three blind black girls, that's what they say, and, uh, they're lovely, and we did a episode on dating, and they wanted the male's perspective of someone who's disabled or visually impaired, and, uh, so that went well, that'll be out February 11th, and I will post a link, and, uh, Raven's gonna be on my podcast soon, she's the one I did with the, um, motivational not emotionally speaking, Jesus. I guess the technically this is all that, but um the the one on the, the you know job placement and all that, uh, for the disabled. So there's that. Um I think I'm gonna be on theirs again and yeah I keep finding more and more people and it's just great. Um so again thanks guys for all your support. Um now our topic today. I wanted to talk about The good things of being disabled, handicapped, whatever bullshit term you want to float around, whatever you want to say it's politically correct or not, or whatever. I want to talk about the good things. Um, And again, this is my opinion. No one, look, some people have it a lot harder than me. So we're not gonna just like, well, is is this all their opinions? No, it's mine. Um... So, I really do, like I said about the homeless, I feel like we're very free in our own way. Because we're kind of the people that people look at and they point and they stare and so on. But we kind of get real reactions out of people. Like, it's really easy to pick up on people uh not only their aggression but just just how they feel and, and how uncomfortable they are with something that's different and it's easier to determine the type of people you should have in your life um and again not all some are good at faking it and some are good at showing that they care it's just maybe they have been beaten down or whatever but um you know it, it it's quite interesting just because i've had you know I have enough interactions i work out in the public and you know, it's amazing how many people will be uncomfortable with you. Or, you know, the way they deal with you is just belittling you in a way that's not even just subliminal, but just this like hidden tone and just the way it, it they just, you can just tell they're uncomfortable with what you are. And you can say, well, that's a bad quality, but in a way it also is nice because you can pick up on this shit and you just go, okay, these are the type of people I despise and I don't want around me. And when the good people, you know, some people that I have mentioned, it's nice that they treat you the same. Um, You know, like I mentioned to my uncle in the past on the fatherhood episode or whatever, being a man. And I don't remember if I said it on there, but one of the good things he did do is he always treated me. I mean, he didn't always treat me great, but he never treated me shitty because of my eye condition. He did treat me pretty much how he treats everyone else, just shitty, but still, that's something, right? Um, so, you got to figure, like, it, it gives you a different understanding of how, you know, maybe, I mean, I get mentally, I'm just weird, and I try to think out to the box, and I try to figure out what's what's really going on, and... You know, some of these things may sound, that I'm going to say are going to sound like they're negatives, but you always got to try to spin it into a positive if you can. Um, and and I, I've learned this more by speaking to a lot of these people, uh, all the people, all of them, everyone I spoke to so far, and the ones that you haven't heard yet. Um, there's a guy named Phil coming up, and he he you know he really maybe do some some soul searching. Um, great guy and, and just, you know, his positivity was just, it, it, it really resonated and really hit me in a way of, you know, appreciate what you got. Um, and so I like, you know, I, am trying to be a little, little, have a little more pep in my step and try to care. And, and I mean, I've always cared, but sometimes you, you get lost in the hatred and the, and the, the anger and the sadness that has been brought over you even if it's valid you still are tired and you still just don't want to deal with anyone's crap and enough of that builds up and then you have all this resentment <clears throat> and you you don't want to acknowledge some of the good things that you have or you know some of the things that maybe you could you ruin because of how frustrated and angry and sad you are um and so since we're doing this in a, in a positive direction like you know, my eyes have been good lately. Good for me. I don't mean good for me like, oh, you pat on the back. But good, you know, good. my eyesight is good for me. I can function like this. I love this. It brings me joy that I can see enough to do all the things I want to do. Still not great. Still can't see how the left side of my face. My right side is hanging in there and it's, it's pushing. And it gives me encouragement. And it gives me... The ability to fight and want to put more into this podcast, and because I feel better, and I, I maybe maybe I shouldn't, maybe I should just love myself and appreciate myself no matter how bad my eyes or good my eyes are. But I'm gonna take what I can get. Anything that's in a positive direction, anything that's positive at all for me, I'm gonna take. Because mentally, I'm constantly going back and forth, and there's a constant just you know little whisper in the back of my head going like, hey. Um, you know that thought you had earlier Where you were happy And maybe you felt cute or whatever No, 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 no You're, you're, you're basically a piece of junk And it's like, whoa um, So yeah, and you battle that and, 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 you know, I've been winning a lot of them So, hey, good for me, right? So a legit pat on the back, I guess um, So yeah, like What is it that makes being disabled good? Um, like I said, overall, yeah, it's, it's, it sucks. It's that great, but you become stronger humans. You really do. Like we can deal with a lot that's thrown our way more than most people. You know, you see all these people throwing a fit over, you know, a relationship, you know, on the, on the slides, you know, relationships just going on the downslide and, um, or somebody didn't get the gift that they wanted for their birthday or you know, whatever whatever it is, their, their president didn't win or with all the shit that's going on, you know, people didn't get their way. Um, and we, and in some ways it's, it's kind of dark, it's kind of sad, but we can deal with whether it's death or another hurdle that's thrown in our way. No matter how big or small that hurdle is, you know, it's like maybe... Uh, whatever our disability gets worse or or maybe it's just we lose our job and now we have to find another one because it's much harder for us but the journey we end up appreciating our journey more we appreciate our lives more um yeah we do build up a lot of anger and resentment in these things but you know we also find ways to get out of bed and you know that's a battle in itself every day is getting out of bed and I've, i've spoken about this in many interviews with a lot of the people I've had on. and The mental aspect. You win those wars. Or those battles. You have a better chance of winning the war. The overall war. Uh, of just staying alive. And trying to make the best life for you. Even if your life is hard. And there's people out here. Who, that are making the best. Of very very shitty. Shitty. Jesus can't talk today. Shitty situations. And um. That's a great thing in itself because you, you there's a lot of people that are dealt just one or two things and they're, they just, yeah, they kill themselves or they lose everything that they are or were. And, you know, the more I, I turn these rocks over and I do this digging and try to find these amazing people, what I keep discovering is just like, shit, there's so many more people like me. And this is... How you bridge the gap? Find all these people in all these different areas of the community—people with different conditions—and and it doesn't even have—they don't have to be disabled. It could be just people overcoming addiction or mental health, or you know, maybe they were homeless. Maybe they, you know, you know, maybe they were in the war and they lost a limb. And you know, there, there's there's so many. You know, you know people were abused or bullied or molested or you know there's so many ways you can if you connect all these pieces and you put it all on the front line and say we want change for this and this you know um Raven and I and I, I mentioned her and she's coming on soon but we had a discussion uh on the phone just her and I not on not on recording so, you know, Raymond and I were having this discussion where we were talking about uh, just different, uh, what the hell do I want to say? Uh, well, basically, we were talking about like special interest groups and just, I've never been a big fan of them because I think they all start off in a good way, but then they end up, you know, greed kicks in and they ruin all these things. And I always said, we need a with one whole foundation that covers all so like for the disabled community here like in pennsylvania we have something called uh ovr uh and it's it's you know the office of vocational rehabilitation and now they have all these like subdivisions these little branches that are within ovr so like for the blind it's um what the hell is it called i can't even think right now uh BVS, Blind and Visual Services, and so it's like I have thought of it like that, like okay, you know there could be a division for Black people, there's a division for gay people, a division, but we, but the overall is fighting for the right causes. Everybody's in is united, and and maybe toward the end of the year we all come together. Maybe Black people deal with their problems, and, and whoever's in that group. And then there's people in the in the gay division, and, the, and well, that's, which is such a crazy way to say that the gay division, dun, dun, dun. Um, But there, there, you know, there's the disabled division. There's this and this, and, and you know, and then, but at the end of the year, we come together and we're united. Maybe we have these parades or we these ceremonies or whatever, and we all come together, and it's like we're joined together to fight, you know, discrimination and all these things. But for the rest of the year, it's like you know, we're taking care of this department, you take care of that department. But we're united. And so that's the same thing I was talking about with, with, with people with disabilities. It's like if we all, you know, yeah, I can be one of the, you know, men on the front line for the blind and the visually impaired, but at the end of the day, like, you know, maybe at the end of the year, what it comes down to it, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm going down there with the deaf and I'm going down there with, you know, the mental challenge and, and whoever else. And and that's that's what we need. Because we're very, we're very strong people, solo, but we don't come together, we don't support each other enough, so if we did, we would be unstoppable, I believe. I believe we could really make real change, and really, if it makes people, like, people are get uncomfortable over the dumbest shit anyway, people, people are very sensitive and uncomfortable with, really, who they are, and what they believe in, and all these things, so... We're, you know, we really are just people walking around in, in Halloween costumes to them. Like they don't, they don't know what the hell to deal with us. Like they, they're just uncomfortable. And because we're missing a limb or we look a little funny or whatever, deep down, even if they look, even if they're gorgeous, they're so insecure with it that it's like they, they really feel like they, they can be better than us just because of. You know, whatever somebody's eye is a little crooked or something, you know, and and it's like you think that, like, karma one is a bitch and two, you know, somebody in your family may have one of these problems, Um, or you may have one of them, or somebody, hell, your fucking pet may come down with something, um, and then then you're gonna have to feel a different way, and so we as as, as a disabled group, you know, we. We deal with a lot of sorrow and a lot of just pain. You know, some of the things I say on here, it, it comes straight from pain. Um, and it sucks. But again, like I said, we endure and we endure and we become strong people. And I think we, we tend to appreciate the little things more than most people. Like, we can appreciate the things that we have. Just don't like. There's people that I've talked to that are in a wheelchair, and they are like, "I have, I'm happy that I have my eyes." It's like, well, shit. Like, I would rather have my legs and my eyes, but like, that's 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 what it comes down to. Like, we, even if you think his situation is more extreme than mine, it's like they can still look at me and go, "Hmm, I'm I'm glad I got that." It's like that's humbling in itself. Like we, like strength um it's it's so hard to you know a lot of people are very weak not not just like a certain color or gender or uh other you know our country or no people in general are just naturally sensitive and weak, and you need a lot of shit to happen to you to to mature you and to toughen you up and if you're not around people like that or you're not um constantly experiencing it for yourself then you're probably going to grow up you know whenever it's privileged or you know completely ignorant to certain ideals and how people live their lives um, and I've always tried to entrench my life like try to get into people that are not like me and people that are going through different experiences and I try to learn from their situations so I can not be ignorant to that um, and again, I don't know everything it's just you know we all make mistakes but I'm okay with that, and I think one of the things that we do, at least some of us, we also kind of, we can own who we are more, Um, because one, people already tell us, and life tells us, life is just like, look, you're this, you're this blind guy who walks through life, and you know, you have problems, but I'm so okay with that, I'm okay with having mental health. If it makes people think I'm crazy or makes people think, you know, I'm stupid or, you know, inside I'm just ugly mentally or or what, like, you can feel that about me, but it doesn't hurt me anymore. You know, it's like a fat guy walks into a room and everybody is about to make fun of him and he just goes, hey, here comes the fat guy. It's like, so you're just going to do, like, repeated you know, a buffet of uh, fat jokes because he just, uh, no pun intended with the buffet, um, but are you, are you just going to shit on him for being big because he already did it, like, so if you're trying to hurt his feelings, he seems like he's kind of cool with it, so, you know, I mean, I guess if you're friends, cool, but in general, like, he addressed it, so with me, you know, yeah, I, I have my insecurities and I have... You know, my sadness and and my negativity and my pain and all that. But that just makes me human. I just, maybe I have a little more because of the things I've been through. But, you know, so be that. Like, I'm not worried about it anymore. Like, I'm becoming more free and becoming more myself. My filter's going away. And, yeah, I know maybe that's not good for this type of society that we're in, this climate and whatever. But, you know, what? fuck it. Like, so be it. I'm not like I know I'm a good person deep down, no matter how much my head tells me otherwise or certain people tell me otherwise, I know I'm a good person. I just I have to try to hold on to that. Losing my sanity and losing me, like a, a lot of the things that I've told you guys. I've lost parts of me. You know, I told you about the lawyer story. I said I lost a part of me in that, you know, losing Diva. Um and just a lot of the, the, the trauma and stuff, of course. I lose a part of me, you know. I still have this small kid mentality to me because I a lot of my childhood was taken from me. And I try to just have fun and try to just be goofy. And, and, and you know, some people are like, well, you're, sometimes you don't act like an adult. I don't give a shit. I, whatever. I'm trying to just... I'm trying to live. I'm trying to have fun. I'm trying to be happy. No matter how many sad things I talk about, I'm trying to be happy. That's the goal. I, I don't want to give people fake smiles just to just people think I'm like so I'm not like a, a monster or a zombie. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean I could own who I am. I would never be this way if I was dis- if I wasn't disabled. Um uh, and it's like I I feel like it gives you some sort of power in a way. Like, you know, Angela talked about the superhero theory, but it just you know, if you can own your disability, if you can, you know, actually disable your disability, you know, like some of the goals that we should have. Like we should want to get off our disabilities and social security. We should want to strive for more. We have to stop letting people just tell us that's all we we're all we're worth and all we have. Like that's something we need to get rid of. I want to get rid of my disability at some point. As much as it is a um a safe system and it helps me from you know being broke and you know again I also make okay money at work too and, and you put it together I do really well but I shouldn't want that I need to push further I need to figure a way around all of it Um. and we you know as disabled people like we do there's a lot of good that's done out here and we we can't just be complacent and just sit around and expect things to just change for us because it's not going to happen because you know what happens when we usually sit around bad things happen um, and yeah you it sucks because a lot of times I am looking over my shoulder I'm like man this podcast is going well but when when is something bad going to happen but it's like you know what the next bad thing that comes I'm going to fight that shit off too I'm going to have to do you know and that's why I keep surrounding myself with all these good people um, some you've met and some you haven't, but that's what we got to do. You know, we, we got to stop constantly just denouncing and pushing things away because we don't understand it. I, mean, I don't understand half the shit that goes on out here either, but I'm open to what it could be. Um, I'm open to being wrong about something. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so kind of back to the, the, the topic here. You know, what What makes it good to be disabled? Um, I say that like I'm answering my own question, so. Just the giraffe, I, I'm looking over the corner of my apartment. There's about a five-foot-tall giraffe, big stuffed giraffe. Very realistic looking, so. I'm just assuming she's asking me that. Yes, she's a she. <coughs> Uh, no i have not flipped her over and checked but uh, i'm taking her word on it um but yeah being disabled like i i really i'm coming to terms just even the last few weeks like that's kind of the, the interesting thing about me is that I, i'm i learn on the fly like i'm continuously learning i'm continuously continuously gathering gathering jesus information and trying to be better as just as a human because we do naturally have these horrible thoughts and these things. Like we can we, we control them. Some of us can, some can't. But we all have bad things in our brain. And it's like, how do we get them out? How do we try to fight that? Well, you know, learn and you live and you learn. You know, you got to experiment, you got to experience, you got to. You have to try to, I mean, you have to also make yourself vulnerable. You have to let yourself feel pain physically, mentally, emotionally. You have to experience, you know, rejection. You have to experience, um, you know, denial and um, hatred. You have to experiment Or experience um, You know People just You know Neglection You gotta experience So many things To actually Come to terms with Who is the real you And You have to let people in Because if you don't Then you become cold hearted And then There's a lot of people out here That may be really good for you But you're gonna blow them off And then That might have been your one chance Of just finding True love Or a best friend or, or whatever. Um, but you also have to keep forgiveness in your heart. Like you have to keep, um, you know, understanding of, of other people's wrongs. Because if you can accept your wrongs and you want people to accept yours, you also have to accept theirs. And as a person who's been discriminated against and, and for my entire life and, and you know, horrible things have been done and said upon me and I still try to look for the good in people. I still try to love people. I still try to make up and make amends with a lot of the people like my dad and and others to, you know, really not carry more burdens upon, you know, just you carry all these skeletons in your closet and you just think like, Oh, that's never gonna come back to bite me in the ass. And it does. You gotta get rid of that. And and in order for me, in order for me to do that, I have to I've had to go through all the things I went through. And then I need to look at myself and think of all the things I did, good or bad, and, and the things that have been done to me good or bad. And go, okay, do I want more of this or more of that? And if I want more of the good. And I want people to accept my bad. How can I not accept their bad? Now, again, there's some bad maybe you can't overcome or whatever. But we have to keep an open mind to all of it. Um, And I I think that comes from everything I've been through. And there's people that aren't disabled that can think this way as well. Um, And I'm not saying that we all feel this way. But we need to get to a place where we're... Somewhat close to this, because if we don't, like I said, our disability and our mental health is going to eat us alive anyway. So we have to own every second we have and we got to make a difference. So it's like I could die tomorrow and like there's 29 episodes out. Um, You know, maybe somebody picks up on that years later and just goes, wow, like that was something. I interview... (laughs) You know, that interview with Dunya or, or Rob or whoever, like that made, change my life and that made me feel a certain way and made me feel better about my life. So, you know, you keep putting out good things to the world because there's too much bad shit floating around anyway. It's too much things that are, you know, catching our attention and keeping us from loving each other and keeping us from seeing the actual truth of things. That's why there's so many conspiracy theories out there to all this because no one wants to believe uh, and again, some of them are true but no one wants to believe the kind of things that are just straight and forward right in front of you because some of it's so messed up that you're like, no, come on. Somebody couldn't have drove a plane into a building or buildings and and wiped out you know hundreds to thousands of people. No, come on. It's like, no, 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 they do. That's what they do. Um Yeah, so. <laughs> um so yeah, like I said, being disabled. I know I'm kinda jumping around, but I'm also like it it's 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 all here somehow. I didn't write anything down, so that's why my mind just boink, boink, bounces off of this and that. Um But I'm, I'm just trying to think like what else? what else is good about being disabled? Um, yeah, I I think you have more empathy, um, more care in your heart because you know you don't want to be treated how people treat you. Now, again, there's some of us that have a genuine hatred and, and, um, want bad things upon other people because of what has been done to us. And and, look, I don't agree with it, but I also understand it too. Um, um, And we're, we're very, a lot of us are very kind. We very, you know, we very, we love. Even if we don't have anyone who loves us, we love. And we want to, or we have love to give a lot of it. It's just, it might be hard for us to give it to you because so many people have rejected us. You know, it's. Like the bully thing, where like that, he, he's like, "Hey, come here," and you, you pretend like he's gonna shake you in the hand and as you go to reach your hand, I he punches you in the stomach type of thing, and you, you just feel horrible. Um, now you're hurting, and now you, you know, now you're hurting mentally too. Cause you, you know, your psyche and your, what you call it? you know, your whole bravado and everything is just all. You just, yeah, you just feel like I'm a complete idiot. Um, so, yeah, guys. Um. You know, like I said, nothing's easy about this kind of life. There's not a lot of great. I will admit that. But the great that does come from it, and when you can get to a certain place where you can help people with those conditions or other conditions, just help inspire and to help uh bring people together and give love to just strangers or to, to people that need it. When you're in a when you're in a fortunate place of being able to share and, you know, be one of the strong ones and you can uplift another person, that's fantastic. And that's really what it's about. Um you know, and I'm happy that I can do that in my small way. I'm happy that people, you know, have reached out and said that I've helped make their day, and you know, this helps them get them through all the traumatic things they've been through, or anything they're mentally preparing themselves for on a daily basis. As they may stumble upon a hour of my stupid voice, and it helped them. So you know, how can I not want to continue this? How could I not? Um, Want to strive for more. And. I feel like. Really something good is going to come from this. And I've been feeling it for a while. I don't know what it is. And again some stuff is already happening. But I feel like there's some. Form of this can be bigger. Um, you know I think part of the reason why I've been so against it. Not against it but just having a negative tone towards it is because I'm not a safe person. Meaning, like, I'm not a person that you can just put on TV and just go, hey, guy, life is great. It's not me. I'm very, I can be rough and on the edges, but I, I, you know, I have a lot of love to give and I, I, I can, I'm very supportive and so on. But I also, I'm not a person that's not just going to try to glorify and make this life that I'm living with make it like it's easy. I can't talk about the good without talking about the bad. And I'm also not a person that is trying to go along on this journey by myself. I'm bringing everyone that I know and, and anyone that I don't know that's going through this kind of shit. I'm bringing everybody with me. If I can support someone else's podcast or someone else's blog or whatever, let's do it. Because it's not, it's not about, like, we're not helping anyone's cause by just getting famous or getting... um you know getting some kind of status in the world and then just forgetting about where you came from we get lost in money we get lost in you know you know these amenities that eventually come from some sort of wealth or you know just status that we we forget and i could never forget i don't care, I don't care if my eyes get perfect tomorrow and i gain 2 billion dollars somehow I can never allow myself to forget. Um, and in reality, I don't want my eyes to come back in a lot of ways. I'd like a little bit more sight, maybe. But if I really could, if I could just keep what I have right now and never, it never gets worse. I could honestly say I'm, I'm happy with that. And I don't have a lot of sight, guys. Um, So, yeah. All right, guys. I know I rambled. Um, Sorry for that. I hope this was helpful to someone. I hope it was just um, important just dialogue and hope it just kind of made you think a little. And, um, yeah, it's not so bad being disabled for the ones... I mean, look, it's bad, but it's not... When you get to a certain place, you can make it something else. Um, Another thing is good about being disabled also is that... um, I just lost my train of thought. Um, Oh, you know, thriving and just proving people wrong. And not just like the people that actually physically or vocally come out and say like, you can't do that. That's great. But just knowing that, you know, there's no big... When do you see anybody who's actually disabled in movies or shows that are not actually disabled? Like I found out that the kid from Breaking Bad... Um, that played, uh, he played Walter Junior, um, Brian Cranston's son. He doesn't even have, uh, what the hell do you have? Cerebral palsy, I think. I forget what condition. Either way, but he was so. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. He was dead on, really good. But he doesn't even have that condition. I'm like, why couldn't you just get someone? And again, like I love that show. Don't get me wrong, it's a great show. But it's just like, how much representation do we have? But how great is it when you actually see someone doing that? But we don't need to just have these anomalies, these these couple people that kind of break through and just go, "Yeah, I'm the, you know, I'm the deaf guy on this show, or I'm I'm, you know, I'm a blind lawyer." Or, I'm. The, it's like, yeah, I was like, that's great, but we need more of that. Stop letting people tell you no. As Paul and I always say, "Fuck limitations." That that's what it needs to be. Yes, we have some of the limitations. Come to terms with those and then create a world that where you fit in. So, and it's possible. But again, I can't do it alone and neither can you for those who are out there that are dealing with God knows what. Um, so yeah, guys, I, I know I sounded like I was about to end it three times already, but uh, this one's going to be the it. the the it this is going to be it um yeah I will see you guys on the next one um I said before there's four already done 31 through 34 so yeah they're great interviews and there's more that I'm working on and I'm really pushing this so (laughs) I don't know where I'm gonna be mentally after you know another year down the road from this but hopefully I'm still around and Hopefully, I still have the drive and the passion. So, yeah, guys, I will see you on the next one. Buh-bye.